Now I want you to look at Acts chapter 8, Acts the 8th chapter, and uh, I want us to begin in verse 1. Of course, you know, we, we were doing a series on healing for you, and we're not going to do that tonight, but we're just going to attempt to follow the Holy Spirit. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. In chapter 8, verse 1, And Saul was consenting unto his death, and at the time there were a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout all the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and handling men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore, they were scattered abroad, went everywhere. What did they do in the midst of persecution? Preach the word. Is the word worthy to be preached, no matter what may be happening around us? What, no matter what may, may be happening in the culture and society, the word of the Lord must be preached. The gospel must be preached. And the gospel is a simple message. Paul said in my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it was in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the very power of God. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. Woo! And say, breke shevrando mende. So we pray, Lord, for greater boldness in all of our lives, that we may be living epistles written and read of all men. May the gospel be seen upon us, and may the gospel, when it comes forth out of our lips, may it be confirmed with signs following. The confirmation of the preaching of the gospel will, has been, and will forever be those signs that follow. For they were com committed, they were charged to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every creature. He said, go ye, and they went forth preaching everywhere. And guess who worked with them? The Lord working with them. Now notice this, not confirming their denomination, not confirming their education, not confirming their theological uh, abilities, but he confirms the word with signs following. He always has, he is right now, and he forever will, because he is the Lord God and he doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Yes, amen? Say yes and amen. Yes, amen. So, verse 4. Therefore, they were scattered abroad and went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria. Now, I know that the city of Samaria was a very, I guess, filthy place, you would say. And the city of Samaria was in great need. The people in the city of Samaria, we could say, were not seekers of the Lord. It wasn't like Ephesus. And notice what Philip preached. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. He didn't preach what he thought. 
He preached what he knew. You do not have to know everything to preach. You do not have to have a PhD or a DD or a BA or an MA or anything like that to preach the gospel. Amen. So he went down and he preached the gospel unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Now that is a miracle in and of itself. The people were in one accord. They gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Philip was not speaking out of his mind. Philip was preaching out of his heart. And that's what makes the difference in all of the world. When what God has put on the inside of us comes right out of here. He must have had help from heaven. He must have had an anointing upon him. For them to take heed and to be in one accord. Father, we pray for a greater anointing in our lives. We pray for a greater release of what's on the inside, flowing forth to the outside. For we know that it is Christ in us, and He is, it is, the hope of glory. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. I can remember in the 1980s when Brenda and I went to a small village in the nation of the Philippines. It was on the Negros side of the Philippines, very close to Dumaguete City. And we were called to do an open air crusade in the evening in Bias City. We did not go up there and try to explain to them 10 steps to the highest kind of faith. We did not go there and preach to them the 25 steps to how you can get a Cadillac and a condominium. We came in there by the grace of God and by the power of God with the anointing of God and just simply preached Christ unto them. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, the Savior. Jesus Christ, the Healer. Jesus Christ, the Infiller. Jesus Christ, the soon-coming King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And they gave heed. And they received from Jesus. Not from some hot-shot American. They came to hear from heaven. They heard a word from heaven. And they mixed faith with what they heard. And many signs and wonders occurred in that place. Can we all say, to God be the glory. Come on, let's try that on for size. To God be the glory. One more time. To God be the glory. One of the most profound and powerful preachers of the Word of God who kept it simple and made people feel like they were special was T.L. Osborne. T.L. Osborne was a prince of preachers. 
He was so full of the Spirit and so full of God that when he would open his mouth, the gospel would flow like water. And into the nation of Africa, and into the nation of France, and into the nations of the world, the gospel was preached. Jesus was glorified, and many hearts turned unto the Lord. And you know something? He will do the same thing today. It's the same thing with Reinhard Bonnke in the nation of Africa. For many years there was nothing happening, but he stuck with it. And God showed up with a wonderful plan of God, of signs and wonders and miracles. And people by the millions in Africa have come to Jesus. God will visit America again. God will visit America again. But it will be with Jesus. No man will get the glory. No man will orchestrate it. It'll come by the man. The one. The mediator between God and man. The Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, let's raise our hands and thank Him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And there should be teaching of the word. But praise the Lord, there ought to be some preaching. There ought to be some preaching. Amen. So as you come to church, you pray for whoever is speaking, whoever is ministering. You pray that God will give them the message and that the word of the Lord would go forth unhindered and that we would be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. For it is true that all men do not have faith. But in this house, we have faith. Say with me, in this house, we have faith. Verse 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Hearing and seeing. Miracles are attention getters. Just like when you're driving down the road in the middle of the night and you haven't eaten for several hours and you see a big sign that says Taco Bell or In-N-Out or whatever the case may be. Next exit, that sign is pointing you to a place where you can eat. Signs and wonders point people that are starving. That are in spiritual famine. And they don't even know it. They're so blinded and so deceived that they don't see it. They don't even know it. But I'm telling you, when the good news is preached and miracles and signs and wonders happen, many of them will give attention to it and come to Christ. I believe it, don't you? And the people, with one accord, gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, 
hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Now notice with me. For unclean spirits. This is going to be in this move of God where unclean spirits that have been lodged in the bodies of people for years and years are going to come out. So we will not be moved by what we see or by what we hear. We will not be devil conscious. We will be Jesus conscious. And the Spirit of the Lord will swallow up anything that the enemy tries to do. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them. And many taken with palsies and that were lame were healed. And that were blind shall see. And those that were deranged mentally shall be free. For Jesus is the one who has given us the keys of the kingdom to set the captives free. Whom the Son sets free whom the Son sets free is free indeed everyone say yes and amen for unclean spirits crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lame were healed. Just like the man at the gate beautiful, who had never walked from his birth, when Peter and them went up to the place to pray, was begging for an alms. And they said to the man, Look on us! Silver and gold have I none. But in the name. But, come on everyone say, But in the name. But in the name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up! And walk. He woke up, or rose up, he went walking and leaping and praising God. That was not just for that day. That is for this day. For the prophet Joel said, this is that. Which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In this great outpouring. For unclean spirits crying with loud voice came out of many that were possessed with them and many taken with palsies and that were lame were healed. And they went to the restaurant and drank coffee afterwards and talked about how great they were and how many they have in church and how much money they've got coming in. And how much fake fog they have circulating in their sanctuaries as a 
counterfeit for the glory of God. No. They didn't do that. Look at your name and say, we won't do that either. Are you ready? (laughs) For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lame were healed, and there was great joy. This is beyond us singing a chorus on the joy of the Lord is our strength. This is beyond a preacher just saying, okay, let the weak say I am strong. And everybody says I am strong. And there's nothing wrong with saying I'm strong. But when great miracles happen, there's going to be not a little joy. There's going to be a mega joy. And it's not only going to impact the sanctuary, it's going to slip out into the streets. Woo! Hallelujah. Years ago, Carl Malden used to star in a show called The Streets of San Francisco. And it was about crime and all the bad things that happened in the city. I declare it's about time for something good to happen in our streets. Something good, Andre. It's begun. And it's going to get greater. Oral Roberts used to say, something good is going to happen to you today. Point at yourself and say it this way. Something good is happening to me right now. <laughs> and there was great joy in the city. So what is it that will help, that will keep us from growing weary in well-doing? What is it that will strengthen us in this season of miracles and in this season of signs and wonders and in this season of harvest time? Just as this city experienced great joy, the messengers and those that are vessels will experience a joy beyond measure. Hallelujah. And so we can boldly declare that we joyfully serve a good God. And the joy of the Lord will strengthen us. Amen. Glory to God. And there was what kind of joy? There was great joy in the city. Then go over to Acts chapter 15. Acts the 15th chapter. Glory to God. You know there's going to be great joy in heaven. But I'm not going to wait to get to heaven to experience it. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Where? Thy will be done on earth. But our bodies are made up of earth. So we could say it this way. Thy will be done in this earth. In this body of clay. Your will be done. 
Oh yeah, we're going to have moments where we're going to face some difficulties. We're going to have situations that we'd rather not go through. But I want to point out that we are those who do not stay in the valley. We are those who go through the valley. And those that are seasoned in the Word of God and know the principles will apply the principles and will keep them strong in this day, in this hour. It's like what James said. James said, count it. Count it all joy. You know why we can count it all joy? Because we know something. Is that right? Because you and I have some inside information. We've got information inside this book here. This 66 books here. We've got information inside here. And when we attend to it and put it in here, we've got inside information here as well. No wonder we can say, Greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. Acts chapter 15. Thank God he's faithful. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be saved. When therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem under the apostles and elders about this question. And being brought on the way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and where else? Samaria. Everyone say Samaria. Samaria. What had Samaria experienced? Samaria had experienced great joy. Let's see where this goes. And being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles. My God is no respecter of persons. He is neither white, black, brown, or yellow. He's at all. For we have all been made of one blood. Say of me, I'm purchased by the blood. And being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles. And what happened? And it caused great joy. Unto what? Unto all the brethren. And what I see in here is that God is not a God of legalism. He is certainly not a God who licenses lasciviousness nor looseness. But He is a God who looks beyond people's past and looks to the future and looks to see their potential. This gospel is not just limited to Pentecostals. 
It is not just limited to charismatics. It is not just limited to the word of faith or the prophetic movement. This gospel, this good news is open unto all who will call upon the name of the Lord. And you know what? I'm glad. Are you glad? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. In other words, they were trying to make sure that they were circumcised before they could be saved. Sometimes in the church, people tried to say, you need to get cleaned up before God will accept you. That's the wrong way of looking at it. No, get cleaned up and God will take care of the other things in your life. If you've experienced that, shout amen. Amen. Because all of his promises, all of his promises, they are yes. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And so great joy shall accompany us in these last days. Thank you, Lord. There'll be great joy. <laughs> great joy. Great joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy unto all the brethren. Verse 4, read it with me. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and of the apostles and elders, and they declared all things... In other words, they're saying, God has done great things. Wherefore, we are glad. Where is that scripture about the apostles were filled with great joy in the Holy Ghost? Stand by. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Somebody shout with me. Glory to God. If somebody would shout tonight, I'd help them. Glory to God. Let's close it up in Acts 13, verse 52. Acts 13 and verse 5 dos. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 45. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. But then Paul and Barnabas waxed bolder. You can't shut up a Holy Ghost man. And I know you can't shut up a Holy Ghost woman. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken unto you, but seeing you put it from you, 
and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. For so has the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation unto where? And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad. The good news makes people glad. Never preach the gospel from a condemning point of view. Preach the gospel from a place of freedom. What the gospel will do. And they glorified the word of the Lord. And as many were ordained to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. But of course the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women. And the chief men of the city and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coast. But here's what they did. They shook off the dust of their feet against them and came unto Iconium. And read verse 52 with me. This is our closing scripture. And the disciples... Let's read that a couple more times. And the disciples were filled with joy. You can't separate the two. You get filled with the Holy Ghost, you get filled with joy, brother. There's no such a thing as a sad Holy Ghost filled person. You may have been filled 20 years ago, but are you filled today? And when you are filled, you'll be filled with joy. Let's stand to our feet. Amen. Glory to God. 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 Woo! Hallelujah. Read that two more times with me. And the disciples were filled with great joy. And with the whole, now say it like this, and I am filled with great joy and with the Holy Ghost. And Father, right now in the name of Jesus, let there be a fresh infilling right now. Let there be a fresh infilling of your spirit. Where there's been sorrow, Lord, may there be a restoration of joy. Just pray with me just a few more moments. Oh, Brady Shelebranda. Where there's been a downward trend. Where there's been a, a downtrodden experience. Lord, we pray that you would lift people tonight. For you are our shield. You are our glory. And you are the lifter up of every head. Raise your hands and say, Lord God. I'm a candidate. To be filled and refill with your Holy Spirit every day of my life. Just as we pray, give us this day our daily bread. We pray tonight, give us this night an infusion, an infilling, a restoration of your Spirit now. Holy Spirit, come right now. Come right now, Holy Spirit. Come right now and fill. Where there's emptiness, fill. 
where there's sorrow filled, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.